welcome back to Legit Bat. I'm Joe, and the lovely Jen is here, and the okay Ben is not. He, uh, you know, normal stuff, he started a new job and kids and all that stuff, so it's just us again, but hey, we're trying to get some stuff out. I have another one I'm going to put out of a live show we did back in Colorado with Chris Matthew and Charlie Robinson and a couple other guys, so we'll put out a twofer for you. I don't know when they're going to go out because I haven't done them yet, so stay tuned. Uh, no news on our uh, sci-fi drama yet. That's kind of been put on the back burner for now. It's a lot of work and it takes a lot of time. So just stay tuned for that too. Uh, what else? Do we have anything else? No, nope, just busy. And, my voice uh, is super fucked up. So um, I'm going to limit my talking because it's going to scratch everyone's ears. Why? People like that sound. <laughs> the I smoke 60 packs of cigarettes a day voice. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you always sounded like that, I guess, yeah. Uh, well, let's just get going. We got some articles to talk about. There's uh, all kinds of news that I have not been paying too much attention to. Uh, there's fires in Maui, and of course, that was caused by a uh, directed energy weapon, or so we're told. I think it was global warming. Oh, yeah, it was definitely climate change. Oh, climate change, my bad. Yeah. False. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff going on. Trump's mugshot just got released, and that's a big deal because for some reason and so everyone thinks he's going to jail he was booked know. and released immediately that was pretty funny it was like very anticlimactic and his mugshot was fantastic did you see it he looks so intense oh yeah he's like great. mean mugging it's yeah great. he was like fuck you i saw a uh what do you call it? like a photoshop of him bald with a goatee and he needs to do that he needs to go for that look it looks amazing i mean for Trump, you know, he kind of looks like uh, Mike from Breaking Bad, like he would bury a body, which he probably has. All right, let me share my screen here and we will get to these uh, dumb articles I have. I can figure out me buttons. And sorry for the audio listeners. Uh, usually Ben's in here to fill in the gaps and he's not this time. So, All right, so this is the, the fun new thing everyone's been talking about. Is masking coming back? As new COVID variants emerge, here's what experts say. So I wanted to get mainstream sites. Normally, we I pick things from like random ass sites, but so this is from CBS News. Uh, as three new COVID variant, or COVID nineteen variants are spreading across across the country, many people are wondering: Are masks coming back? Yeah, I, I was not wondering that. Well, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, uh, disease creation. And yeah, have not announced new mask mandates. Some schools and businesses are reinstating this familiar pandemic era rule. And depending on your situation, experts say you might want to consider it too. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, people 65 plus and people who are immunocompromised should strongly consider masking during flu, RSV, COVID season. This video's in my way. Hang on. Okay. This is pissing me off because this is the opposite of what they did three years ago. They were like, every single person has to be wearing a mask or in their house. And now they're like, well, we strongly recommend it. Like, fuck you. No one's doing that. Well, there's another one. Uh, OBDM covered it on yesterday's show, and they were talking about how Fauci's somehow back in the mix, even though didn't he uh, retire or something last year? Uh, he's back to saying we should do lockdowns, which right before that, not right before, in the last year or two, he had said, oh, I never told anybody they should lock down. And now he's saying we should lock down again because it worked well the first time. It's wild uh where here we go 
What's the weather out today? If it's raining, you'll probably want to bring an umbrella. If you are in an area where there's an uptick in airborne respiratory <laughs> respiratory infections like COVID, flu, or RSV, you may want to take extra precautions, such as wearing a high-quality mask. Yeah. Wait, I thought you weren't allowed to wear the high-quality mask because I thought it was cloth only. Well, it was that for a while. Then they said, oh, maybe that's not so good. Maybe we should wear uh, N95s or KN95s or whatever. And then now I've seen people, I mean, we were just in the airport over the weekend and I saw one of everything. There was the surgical masks, the cloth masks, a lot of the N95s, and that looks hilarious. They look they look like ducks or something when they wear those. because It's that so few scene. and far between, though. It was like five people. There was there were, were not a lot of people wearing masks. It was great. Uh, so after COVID hospitalizations climbed nearly 22% this week, yeah, according to testing, the CDC is predicting further increases over the coming months as new variants spread. I bet they are. I bet they are, because uh, they're causing it, <clears throat> in my opinion. Uh, so I, I wanted to just touch on that. I hate that we have to go back to this talk. We did that for like two years straight. But the next one, so I came across this old gem, and it's from May of 2016 from the NIH website. And this is by Shane Nielsen, MD, PhD. And it's a whole ass article on how surgical masks in particular don't do shit. <laughs> and it's a long, it's kind of like an academic type thing. Put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link to it in the show notes, but. I just thought it was funny because this is this is from 2016. So I was looking at other such articles from like 2020, 2021, and almost all of them either have a disclaimer on them now or they were retracted. It's really interesting. Give it a goog. All I did is uh, Google masks ineffective and all this shit popped up. Almost all of them are like an ABC article about how, oh, this, art, this study claims that they're ineffective, but... You know, that, it said that kind it of on the masks, though, when they were mandating masks on the back of a box of masks, which we, we've heard it from numerous people. I'm sure every single person out there listening has seen it. You just flip it over and it says, this does not prevent the spread of viruses. Yeah, like right on the box. On the box, yeah. And those are the ones they hand out at Costco and they're like, you have to wear this. You have to wear this because there's viruses. Wait, what? And then you go, fuck off. And then you leave Costco <laughs> or Trader Joe's. Or do what you did, and you put the mask in your pocket. You said, oh, thank you. And then you put it in your pocket and yeah. kept going. <laughs> and she, she gives them to my kid and is like, here, this will keep you healthy. I'm like, no, it won't. No, it won't do. Mm -hmm. He's just rolling his eyes. <laughs> I mean, I'm his dad, so obviously. Uh, yeah, but there's all kinds of these articles. But And I, in the interest of not getting like booted off YouTube, I'm going to not uh, read it out loud because it could be misinformation, you know. But I mean, you can read it on the screen if you want. And, yeah, this uh, peer-reviewed journal article could be misinformation. Yeah, of course it is, because he's not an expert. He's an MD, PhD. He's not an expert. Oh, <laughs> he's not a fact checker. No, they're the experts. He doesn't go along with the consensus science like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about. So ah. he's not an expert. But there's all kinds of these studies, and you can find them everywhere. And this is still on the NIH website. I guess they weren't assuming people would look back that far. But unless surgical masks have changed drastically in the last few years, I would think this still stands. Is that the, the title of the article? Is the surgical mask is a bad fit for risk reduction? Yeah. Nice. So and the, this does have a disclaimer, but whatever. But anyway, if, if you're listening to our show, you're pretty much already on this page anyway. So it's kind of redundant to even talk about. It's just I can't believe it's 
happening or trying to happen again or something. I don't really care. I didn't even know about it until somebody said something at work. And I'm like, what? Ma- mass? No, I'm not doing that. They can fucking fire me this time. I don't care. I'm not doing it. You can fuck yourselves. All right, let's get to, to, let's get to some stupid shit. We have food news. Uh, this is absolutely disgusting. This is uh, Swedish people are gross news. Sorry if there's any Swedish people listening. I doubt it, but Swedish man eats 13.85 ounces of fermented fish in one minute. What? Do you have a barf clip or something? I don't, but I need that. Uh, so, oh, and there's a video, so I'll play that. A Swedish man participating in a contest organized by the Disgusting Food Museum, uh, apt title, ate almost 14 ounces of fermented fish in one minute, earning him a Guinness World Record. Oh, it's also Guinness World Record news. Yeah. Yeah, where'd my... Yeah. The Disgusting Food Museum in Malmo organized a speed eating competition for streaming <laughs> a traditional Swedish delicacy consisting of fermented herring that has been salted just enough to prevent it from rotting. Oh, no. Why would you? Why? D- is it good? Does it taste good? This smelly fish is famous for causing vomiting from the smell alone, the museum said. No, but it, it's good got God. that it's got that umami flavor. So a museum representative said the biggest part of the challenge will not will be to not vomit during the attempt over <laughs> actually eating a large amount in a short time. Vomit buckets were placed nearby during the contest, which was won by Swedish man, uh, Swedish name, who managed to eat. Oh, he was 71, too. So he probably came and taste. Yeah, he managed to eat 13.85 ounces and keep it down. Uh, he described his eating strategy. Quote, you've just got to swallow it. Great advice, great strategy. So he did get the Grandest World Record. Uh, The museum spokesperson hailed Norland for having astonishing focus, an ironclad stomach, and a tenacious spirit. Let me play this video. I don't know how long it is, but... How much fermented herring can they eat in one minute? No, 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 no. This Swedish delicacy has a very strong smell and taste. Yeah, so basically everybody's barfing. <laughs> so that guy... They're just kind that of is, spitting it out. They're not really barfing. I mean, I guess that's pretty... That one guy looked like he was yarling pretty hard. But yeah, for the audio listeners, sorry. We didn't have any barfing noises. I need to get some of those. Uh... Oh, and this is more food news, but from the America where we make the world's longest meat stick. Ooh. Why didn't I have that queued up? Penis. Yeah, meat stick. Uh, so. Is it jerky? It's probably like a Slim Jim or something. So a Wisconsin yeah. meat company celebrated its 75th anniversary by making the world's longest meat stick, measuring 314 feet long. What a random number. Why? It's probably... it was. Probably like one inch over the other record or something, but who oh. knows. Uh, Wenzel's Farm teamed up with South Carolina-based Devro, which makes collagen casings and films to create a casing with the size and toughness to withstand the Guinness World Record attempt. The completed meat stick was unfurled at Wenzel's Park in Marshfield and was then me- measured by Guinness World Record adjudicator. The 314-foot meat stick was declared to be the new world record. The meat stick was then cut into portions and served to attendees. Boner. That was the length of the story. Yeah, can we play the video? Yeah. This is terrible. This is terrible audio listening. 
It is so it is it does look like a slim gym. I thought this thing was gonna be like like four inches around though. It's just a tiny little slim gym sized meat stick that's three hundred and fourteen feet long. The time people have on their hands, I'm telling you. All right, where's the next? Oh, yeah, I saw this is a uh, TikTok news. Uh, parents warned after cracking eggs on toddlers' head, <laughs> heads in TikTok trend. Videos with the hashtag egg prank on TikTok have been viewed more than 670 million times because there's a lot of retarded people out there, despite some leaving young children crying or looking upset. As you'd imagine, if you crack an egg on somebody's fucking head. Babies have feelings, too. This is the videos, many of which use the hashtag egg prank, egg prank, usually show a parent with a young child in the kitchen. The parent takes a raw egg and tells the child they're going to crack it, but instead of doing so in a pan or bowl, they crack it on the child's head before pouring the egg into a bowl or pan. Oh, so they're not like smashing it on. They're just using their, their noggin as a counter. You got that. The phenomenon has gone viral, despite it causing some of the children to cry or leaving them looking upset and stunned. In some instances, the child throws an egg back at the parent. Fucking fair enough. Hell yeah. Good for them. By Tuesday, videos using the hashtag had more than 670 million views, according to NBC, and some of them were clocking up as many as 6 million views each. So this is this is what's stupid about viral shit. One thing goes crazy, and then millions of people do the same thing. Like, I can be famous too. All I have to do is crack an egg on my fucking baby's head. Oh, look at this. So they're saying, we're literally smacking salmonella on their foreheads. Has anyone gotten sal... I would love to hear... If anyone's gotten salmonella poisoning from a raw egg, we we just talked about this. Because we have this. friends who eat raw eggs. Yeah, they don't. It, people act like chicken and and eggs automatically like come stock standard from the factory with salmonella. Um, no. That's why you can get away with eating over easy eggs like all the time. I don't want to jinx myself, but I've never that I know of got any of that, and it would probably suck if you got it for sure. But. <clears throat> Uh, so it said, quote, it's harder to get a toddler to drink fluids when they've got a stomach bug or food poisoning. And so they're more likely to end up in the hospital for IV fluids by smacking salmonella, salmonella on their foreheads. Okay. I still think it's a shitty thing to do. I'm just saying their reasoning. They should just say it's not right. Don't say there's a disease that you're putting right on their forehead. Like they're going to get sick. It's, it's just not right to do just that. Just come out and Don't say, Hey, that's stupid. Be Stop nice take, to your kid or do it one time, teach them how to take a joke and then don't do it Stop again. recording <laughs> yourself all the time doing stupid shit. Yeah. TikTok trends are fucking gay. Well, this is one Jen sent me. Uh, police video shows third grade teacher being arrested after allegedly being drunk on first day of school. And we salute her. I am the god of fuck. So you should play the, the video is actually kind of sad at the end, but you should play it because it's just the cop talking to her. Yeah, I'll play it after I read it. Okay. An Oklahoma teacher was arrested on the first day of elementary school last week after allegedly being drunk while teaching children. I, I say that's like the only way you can do that. It's the only way I could do it. But I wouldn't be a teacher either. Uh, Kimberly Coates, 53, was con confronted around 3.20 p.m. on Thursday by school resource officer Shane Dean and the superintendent uh, over possibly being intoxicated. Fox News Digital obtained... Uh, Officer-worn body cam footage from the Perkins Police Department and showed Coates interacting with uh, local law enforcement. She, Ogle, told Coates, is it Ogle or Ogle? I don't know. Told Coates that something seemed off and that she didn't seem like the same person he talked to earlier that morning. Oh, she looks shit-faced in her mugshot. She's like, Merp. <laughs> She looks like an emoji. <laughs> uh, Coates began to say that 
she had taken medicine for anxiety the night before, but was unable to name the medication because she was drunk. The third grade teacher then agreed to take a breath test during which she blew a blood alcohol of 0.24, three times the legal limit of 0.08. So literally she could have had like, depending on when they took it after she drank, that could have been like two or three beers. She had a huge cup of wine. So they're like, what's in this cup? And they slam it down and she goes, that's my juice. And, oh my God. And the officer smells it and slams it down. And it's it's pretty sad. Like I end up feeling really bad for her, but she obviously was drinking while teaching children on the first day of school. That's stupid. So. So the officer said, that's not just one drink you had there. That's several drinks. Uh, Coates later said she was drinking late the d- night before and while on her way to work that morning. <laughs> on her way to work that morning, yeah. Uh, upon returning from Coates' classroom with her bag, the footage showed ogle, whatever, put down an empty blue plastic cup that apparently smelled of alcohol. No more games, right? What is in that? And she said, my juice. Uh, Algo looked at the school resource officer who then smelled the cup. Want to try again? That there is wine. <laughs> Coates, however, stated that she drank out of the cup the day prior. She can be heard telling the officer that she has been in counseling, but that has not helped with her drinking. That's because you teach third graders. Get a different job, lady. This is not the job for you. All right, let's play this video. We don't have to play the whole thing. It's pretty long, but... Oh, yeah. Let's skip the beginning. Why is there no sound? There we go. So he's looking at the breathalyzer, showing it to the dude. You want to tell me the truth? How much you had to drink? That's a Diet Coke. Is there anything like liquor in it? Nope. So if I go into the classroom, am I going to find... Where's the one where they... You're just trying to understand no, why. No, I, yeah. I, I, I'm seeing. There you go. So put it back a little bit. There you go. Uh, uh, my juice. I'm going to try again. That layer is wine. I thought that was from yesterday. Did you yeah. drink it up here yesterday? Uh, well, I brought it from home. I brought it from home. Oh, my God. That, She's that like, uh, I, was, I guess that was from yesterday. Well, I brought it from home. Like she was obviously drinking and driving then and then drinking in the classroom in a school. <laughs> it's so funny when uh, people get caught by the cops for stuff like that and they, the the excuses they come up with. It's like, you, you know, that's improbable at most, right? Oh. Did you see the one least. I sent you about uh, Biden? Which one was that? Oh, getting slammed for not knowing about. Well, when, yeah, the guy died in the plane crash and he said, I've been working out for the last hour and a half. Yeah, I'll find that one. I'm sure yeah. everyone's been talking about that because it's retarded, but. Uh, a NASA scientist is absolutely certain life exists in our solar system. I just realized I wasn't sharing my screen. Hang on. There we go. Uh, one NASA scientist claimed that it is not a question of if we will find alien life, but when. While she said we're close to finding life in our own solar system, others disagree. Despite Venus's scorching conditions and poisonous acidic atmosphere that would instantly kill humans, one NASA scientist claims this is where extraterrestrial life exists. As well as this new theory, uh, Dr. Michelle Thaler, research scientist at Goddard Space Flight Center, said that she is certain that alien life exists closer to home than we think. She said, I definitely think we'll find life on another planet. I think that in our own solar system, we're quite close to it. But once again, we don't have that 100% thing. But you're quite certain. Definitely. Okay. 99.9. Yeah. On Mars, we see chemistry that on Earth, uh, if it were here, we would say is due to life. But the question is, how well do we understand Mars? And we, and are we being fooled by something? So it doesn't say like 
why exactly she thinks this. Unless it does down here. Uh, she thinks life could be much closer to home than Mars. She added, we see possible signs of life in the atmosphere of Venus, possibly underneath the ice and the icy moons of Jupiter and Saturn. The solar system may be teeming with simple life, microbial life. We just have to get that 100% certainty to say that we found it, and we don't have that yet. See, it seems more like more lead up. It's just more like lubing up the social view of this so that when it does happen, everyone will be like, oh. And I still don't think like, the way that it's coming out in the mainstream now, it makes me think they're just dying to unleash some new kind of technology that would totally enslave all of us and just be like, it's not us. It's fucking aliens. We have no control over it. Those uh, AT-AT walkers. Yep. That's definitely not us. Uh, she is convinced that the extraterrestrial life we were looking for is on Venus. She added, I never expected Venus. Venus is now one where we see something in the atmosphere. that looks very much like it could be produced by bacteria. The expert is certain we will find life and thinks it's just a matter of when. Positioned 67 million miles from the sun, if you can believe that, Venus is the hottest planet in our solar system, suffering temperatures that can even melt lead. So maybe they have steel exoskeletons. Its atmosphere, comprised of sulfuric acid and carbon dioxide, prevents heat from escaping to, this, to surrounding space, rendering it uninhabitable to what we understand to be intelligent life. Despite this, scientists have long debated whether Venus's clouds may host microbial life forms that can survive off sulfur, methane, and iron. I think they so, have to open their minds to what they think life is, though. We think of life as carbon-based life forms. Well, I know. That's why I think they're talking about like microbial shit. Is that yeah, still carbon-based? What if it's something completely different that we've never even thought of before? Yeah, it could be. I don't know how we would discover that, but I think they should be very, very open-minded to searching for life. I just think it's dumb that every time they're like with all these stories that have come out over the last century of the kind of aliens you think of when you think of aliens, whether that's real or not, or whether that's military, who knows, but they, they're always saying they're looking for microbial life. How the fuck is that? Like somebody's going to win a Nobel prize if they find a microbe on Mars, like for sure. And who gives a shit? Great. We found a little one, like little two celled thing. I just don't care. Yeah, right. They bring it back here and then what? Grow it. <laughs> right. And then what happens? And then we have Independence Day. It just automatically expands like one of those little sponges that you put in water and it turns yeah. into a little dinosaur sponge. It'll grow huge in like five minutes and then eat them all. I don't know. I'm not saying that will really happen, well, we but I'm sure help. they're going to try to convince us that will happen. Oh, I did want to cover this one. Because there's quick. nothing scary about finding a microbe. No, and it's That's boring. Just exciting, and people would all come together and be excited about that. And I don't think Experts that is would. I'd be like yawn. Yeah, mainstream news doesn't want that. I give a shit about microbes. <gasps> Ooh, Fuck them. This is cool. So a two-headed snake hatches at pet store in England. If you didn't already like hate snakes, look at this motherfucker. Okay, there's a video. Oh man. Oh, it's on Instagram. Hang on. Oh, video has no sound. Oh yeah, look how weird that is. There's like a. There's a face on one side. Just exactly what you think by a two-headed snake. That is terrifying. Are both faces functioning? Uh, the one looks kind of retarded. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's like, derp. oh, it's, yeah, it's just like Siamese twin snakes. Ugh. Joined the whole body. No. Just, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm already, snakes are already a big nope on my list anyway. So a two-headed one. Can you imagine seeing that in the wild? It's slithering mm -hmm. up to you with two fucking heads. One's all just like, the. 
All right. Here, uh, here. Oh, I guess we'll end on this one since Jen's taken off on a flight tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't even think about this till I read this article, but it, it it does make sense. So, flight attendants are warning passengers to avoid using tray tables on planes. When it comes to traveling by plane, most people try to make themselves as comfortable as possible for their flight. This could involve wearing loose clothing, buying snacks before boarding, or getting hammered, and getting themselves into the most comfortable position before takeoff. However, a group of flight attendants are warning passengers against using their tray tables on a plane, especially to store their snacks for easy access. Taken to Reddit, one airport worker said, tray tables are disgusting. While another added, I'm a flight attendant and I've seen people change their children's diapers on the tray tables. Do not eat off the tray tables. <laughs> Never even thought of that before. That is gross. People suck. <clears throat> but don't they have something to clean off the tray tables? Are they not? Doing I don't that? know. Are they not? I they mean, during COVID, they probably them. did. <clears throat> That's crazy. Uh, but this isn't the only thing they're urging holiday makers to avoid, as one airline captain encourages his passengers to dodge drinking any type of water on, on board the plane. He said, the tap water on airplanes isn't for drinking. Don't ever drink the water that comes out of the tap. It'll make you sick. And the only so, tap that's on a plane is in the fucking bathroom. So don't do that. Yeah. And that's. They that's, have bottled water on planes for a reason. Why would you drink out of the tap in the bathroom on a plane anyway? The fact they have to tell people don't do that is. I mean, I think they should stop telling people to not do that. I think this just is how them... pandemics actually start. People just being <laughs> stupid. Uh, I was a ramper, aircraft mechanic, and now airline captain. Trust me, that stuff is not meant for anything other than hand washing. So, so you can sanitize your hands with it, but you can't drink it. Okay. Even tells you on the side not to drink it. When I was a ramper, we'd clean the, the potable tank with bleach and then rinse it to clean the tank. Then we'd refill it and put that on planes. Seconding this, a flight attendant added, I have my own specific water that I bring, so I don't drink the plane's tap water. The coffee pots get cleaned, but the water they use to make the coffee is not recommended. Cool. So oh, don't drink coffee what? on planes either. It's bottled water to make that? Dang, I never knew. I drink Gross. alcohol on planes anyway. Yeah. It's, it's out of a can. You got to hear the, the sound it makes when you open it, and then, then you know it's good. Uh, commenting, commenting on this revelation, one user said, one time I had to run to the plane and I tend to get really red and sweaty despite being pretty tiny and in decent shape. I got on the plane and was kind of dizzy, so they gave me a glass of tap water. Now I know why I got sick later. Another user added, I heard a rumor about it, but never had it confirmed from the source. So there you go, people. Don't drink water on planes. Hey, and speaking of planes, I think we should add that our podcast was played just very briefly at the International, <clears throat> International Terminal G at San Francisco Airport. Uh, just a couple days ago. Shout met, out Jay. Yep. Jason was our bartender. We had a nine hour layover and we did a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. But we found one bar that was pre-security. What was it even called? Tapas and something? They didn't have tapas. Uh, tapas and taps. There you go. And uh we just drank for a very long time. We met a bunch of people and Jason was our bartender. He ruled and he found our podcast and he played it very loudly. Really it was at the bar, but like everyone in that area heard it. And I was like, oh, we're so offensive. Turn it off. <laughs> so we had the craziest trip. It was just a four day Denver trip. And I don't mean the hangout with Charlie and Chris and everybody. I mean, the actual traveling part was probably the most insane trip I've ever had. Just one thing after another. All most people travel though i bet a lot of people have stories like that i've never had a story like that i know but how often do you travel when you travel a lot that's pretty common it's, it's okay well that's why i don't travel i like to stay home i don't like people and all my shit's there <laughs> fair enough but we'll tell we can probably tell that story another time but uh 
Anyway, stay tuned. I don't know, like I said, which show is going to come out first, but I'm assuming our Denver show will come out and then this one will come out and you'll know that because you'll be listening to it. Sorry, I haven't podcasted in a while. Shut up. We're getting back to it, though. We're going to start scheduling people. We do have a couple scheduled for September, including, well, it's a swap cast with Chris from FKN. And then we got a anniversary show with Shane from I Knew Some and there's a couple other things, I think. But yeah, we're getting back to scheduling. Once the kids are back in school, it's kind of a little easier to get back in the groove. And once it's not hot as fuck outside and I just want to be having my nuts in the pool, we'll be inside because it's bitter cold. But it really doesn't get bitter cold here till like November. So anyway, that's what's going on. And now you know not to drink plain tap water. So you're welcome. All right. See you guys later. <laughs>